educational purpose only. What is up guys? Now you know where the plug and we're here to hook you up and we ain't talking no bullshit hookups either fam from grow lights to fertilizers if you need dry or liquid organic fertilizers neptune's harvest has got you covered made by growers for growers neptune's harvest has some of the best fish fertilizer around not just that but they crab and lobster shell the stuff is amazing lots of people don't always realize this but after filleting a fish there's lots of great stuff that remains but may just go to waste now neptune's harvest was able to turn that amazing stuff into some great fertilizer that's used by many gardeners across the globe your plants will love you for it dude from veg and flower nutrients to loads of other organic inputs that you can work into your existing feeding schedules it's truly amazing use the discount code ICANTHC for a nice discount on all neptune's harvest products now light is also super important to get the best quality and product the sun is perfect Perfect, but for those times when we can't harness the sun, the Moss Hydro Grow Lights never disappoint. They're full spectrum LEDs, they rock! They've got quantum board, bar style lights, they've got all types of styles. Their lights come with external dimmers, some models even have awesome detachable features as well. So use the discount code ICANTHC and snag a discount on your lights, exhaust systems and more, even your grow tents dude! Perfect. Now Qualtrips has some awesome gear and their germination booster is truly amazing. Definitely couple up their germination booster with some of their gear for amazing results. Discount code ICANTHC works on all Qualtrips gear. Now smash the like button down below, hit that bell, roll one up, and let's get ready to toke it down on today's episode. We, 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 we're about to take it back. back, back. Okay, 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 okay. What is up, guys? How's it going? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode on the Token Loud podcast, where we discuss everything dank, icky, sticky, gassy, and all that good stuff. And today, we got a very special guest with us today, because I got on a grower, a breeder, a dad, a great guy, a good friend of mine who I literally spent the entire weekend with just a few days ago. And we went repping the entire weekend at the Dino Michael booth at the emerald cup man and i am so pleased to have on with us today the big green guy how's it going dude how's it going awesome man well you're looking spectacular under this light with this camera everything looks great and i'm super stoked about that man because guys <laughs> you, you may not know you probably don't know but we just tried to run the intro and get the stuff recorded and it just didn't really work out so we're shooting it over again but everything happens for a reason and we're here and i'm super happy to have him with us man exactly so, i'm stoked to be here too hell yeah man how's it going paul what's up it's going really good uh like we were saying before it's snowing like a mother today. So I was running around all day long and I know we, we wanted to get together and record this. So I'm like, I'm like, should I be driving this fast down, the, down the highway with all the snow? It's, I, it, it worked out. We're good. We made, yeah. we made it just, just with more than enough time. So. Hell yeah. Safety first though. You know, and when you, when you told me like, uh, you'd be there five minutes later or whatever, I was like, dude, no worries. You know, take your time, brother. Don't, don't slip and slide on the road. <laughs> oh, that was still with me taking my time too. So, but 
all good. <laughs> and he still got here early, guys. So that goes to show. <laughs> oh, man. Now, dude, one thing I always like to ask people on the show is about their name, dude. So, like, a lot of people come on to the show. They have different names. They have different inspirations behind those mm-hmm. names. And I just grew to call you Paul. But a lot of people know you as the big green guy. And a lot of people That's know right. you for a lot of different reasons. You got over 10,000 followers on instagram guy so guys smash the like for that we'll definitely put links to his stuff down below but check him out for sure man but tell us tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind uh your name man the big green guy so um so the big green guy has been with me for a long long time not just the big green guy but the big green guy is the incredible hulk you know that's that's where the big big green guy comes from (laughs) so when i was three years old i was a heavy kid just a brute and my mother used to call me the baby Hulk. So growing up, I always had Hulk t-shirts, Hulk stuff. And I, and I liked the Hulk. I can relate to him, you know. Yeah. I was an angry teenager, yeah. so you didn't want to see me angry, you know, all that kind of stuff. So when, uh, when I started growing, or started growing and it became legal in Massachusetts, yeah. um, I started my Instagram page so I could basically um, kind of log just my grow. You know, I wasn't looking for followers. I wasn't looking for sponsorships, nothing. I wanted to, to be able to look back and say, all right, this is what my stuff looked like last year. You know what I mean? And uh, it just grew from there. You know, I got super into the uh, the community and helping people. And, and I did that because when I first got on IG, I still had questions. I still had a lot of stuff that I was trying to figure out. Yeah. And a lot of people helped me out. A lot of people stepped up and helped me out like Firebuds which he's been a guest on your show and um, real Thor from biking genetics. He's, yeah. he's been a huge help to me over the years. Dan, Jimmy from no Max has been awesome. Yeah. And uh, you know, just, just huge people that, you know, I didn't even know back then that these were huge names or anything, you know, it just, I just was like, Hey, you know, I saw your post kind of thing. I got a question with you and they all answered, you know, yeah. and that was cool. You know, they're, they're busy people. They're not, you know, they have families, they have lives and stuff. And, um, so when I started to get more knowledge, I wanted to share that knowledge. So I put it out there that, hey, if you have a question, reach out to me. And I do. I mean, I, I get a ton of messages every day at people asking me about different things, you know, and, and I always answer every one of them. It takes some time, you know, obviously. Yeah. But, um, but I love doing it. You know, I love it's the community. The community's given me so much and I've only given back a teeny fraction so far. And I just want to keep giving back. Um, so that's where the big green guy came from. It was available. I was, I was, I didn't know that getting a name on Instagram can be difficult sometimes. <laughs> I typed that in, it was available. I'm like, cool. Oh. You know, thank so. you. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I've ever actually told my origin story, the, the origin story, um, on any any of the podcasts or anything that I've been on. So cool. I got to share it with you. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. I always like hearing everyone's story, man, because a lot of people got different stories, different inspirations. And I know that you are the big green guy and we were chilling out uh, with uh, the real green monster, you know, so a lot of people like, you know, they all have these like, you know, inspirations and meanings and reasonings behind their name. So I was really stoked to find yours out, man, because I literally think of you as you know, the big green guy in my head, <laughs> like, and I well, think of monster. Of, monster. You know, people call me like, they'll, they'll say, Hey, green guy, what's going on? Or Hey, BGG, what's up? You know? And I'm, I'm yeah. like, so on my, on my Instagram page, it says Bruce Yoda banner. Right? <laughs> yeah. So the first time I ever was recognized, say in public, I was at my grocery store and a guy was like, he was like looking at me from the end of the aisle. I'm like, what the hell's up with this creep? You know? And, um, 
I, you know, finished, I was going to check out and the guy like steps out around the corner. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, is your name Bruce? I'm like, I'm like, no, he's like, no, no, you're, you're the big green guy. You're the big green guy. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah. on IG, yeah, I'm, I'm the big green guy. He's like, oh man, that's so cool. I watch, I watch your stuff and I, you know, I follow you and all that. And it was like, I felt like, I'm like, I'm like, this is kind of weird that people are recognizing me from Instagram and stuff. But, and, uh, I, he was like, it was great to talk with you, Bruce. And, and I told him what my name was. I told him my name was Paul and, and he, <laughs> he still called me Bruce, but that was okay. So I, I do get people, I had, I've had people reach out to me. Are you the guy that made Bruce Banner? And I'm like, no, that's, that's not me. That's, that's dark. I think it's dark, dark owl. No, dark horse genetics who made Bruce Banner. And um, I'm like, no, that's, that's not me. I wish it was, but no, that's not me. So yeah, I mean, it's been a great experience overall with, uh, with everything, you know. I like that, man. I like that. And that is a funny story, dude, because actually when I was first trying to like search your name, like on Instagram, you know, sometimes Instagram does not let you search people's name and whatever. Right. And I was trying to find it and I would type in the big green guy and it would not come up, but I would type in Bruce Yoda banner and it would pop right up. So I just found myself literally typing in Bruce Yoda and every single time <laughs> it would come up, dude. So that's, that's freaking crazy. If man. it's not coming up right now, it must mean that I got shadow bands on I hope not, but uh, that's that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. I think it I'm shadow banned as well, you know. Sometimes they lift it, and hopefully you get it lifted, man. You know. Yeah. But but uh, we were actually kicking it out at the uh, Emerald Cup, man. And for those who don't know, this is the big green guy wearing all black. He's not wearing green. He's wearing all black. But we still had a blast of a time. These Dynamico hoodies are amazing, guys. But guys, if you don't know about Dynamico, it's definitely an awesome product. Uh, big green guy, do you use Dynamico? I've, I've been using Dynamico for over two years, about two and a half years. Sweet. Um, and I've done all, I've, I've pulled all the different Micos and all the different things and yeah. done comparison grows. I've done it myself because I wanted to know you know, I'm, I'm paying for this stuff. Is this other stuff better? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe true. it's a little more expensive, but is, is it better? And I, I ran side by sides. I ran, you know, comparisons of three different ones, same genetics, you know, and, and it's even easier for me to do now where I do my own, I, my own breeding and stuff. I know what my plants are going to look like. So I know, is this working? Is this working? Is this working? And nothing even came close with the Dynamico. It's, you know, from start to finish, it, it, it kills them all. That's, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, of course I appreciate being able to go out there and being sponsored with the trip and stuff. And, but I'm not sponsored by them. I'm not affiliated with them in any way, shape or form. So if I talk about a product, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, I'm not getting anything back. So if people want to use it, use it. This stuff works, you know, and that's, yeah, that's all I have to say, you know, just try it for yourself, you know? Yeah, give it a try if you haven't already. It's definitely worth the shot. And it comes in some pretty awesome packaging as well. It literally looks just like a stick of dynamite. Uh, if you guys don't know about it, you definitely need to get into the know. This is big green guy here, you know, sharing the love, sharing the Dynamico love. But um, most definitely, man, I fully agree with you because I have been using Dynamico for quite some time now as well. And I actually switched over from some of the other stuff, like, you know, your mm -hmm. great whites and the Mycos and all that other stuff. And I just yeah, thought exactly. I got great results with the Dynamico, you know. And when I looked into it, Ari actually broke it down and he explained that, you know, a lot of the fungi and bacteria that you'll find in the Dynamico is more, you know, geared towards your medicinal plants as opposed to some of the other ones that is filled with mycorrhiza but that's for like 
tall trees, you know, birch trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we ain't growing no fucking 200 year old trees, are we, dude? We're growing some grass. We're gonna like that. Not that kind of tree. Exactly, man. Exactly. So, <laughs> I'm glad you said that, man. So, for those who don't know, definitely check it out. Use the discount code ICANTHC. Snag a little discount on some of your stuff, man. Uh, but yeah, before we get into anything else, man, I want to ask you guys just to smash the like button because we've got a great guest on with us to hear today. And I just want to find out a more, a little bit more about him. So big green guy, tell me a little bit about how you got into like the industry, how you got into gardening. I know you do some breeding and stuff like, just tell us a little bit about how it all started off. Oh boy. Just a little bit, huh? Okay. okay so tell um, us a lot. <laughs> you can tell I've us been, everything. I've been around THC my whole, I've been around cannabis and, and growing it since I was a kid. You know, wow. it's not, it's never been taboo in my family. You know, like obviously it was illegal, yeah. but I've been around it forever. I won't get into specific stories because I don't want to incriminate anybody. You know, it's probably <laughs> past the statute of limitation. But anyway, so my first experience of actually smoking it was I was 14 wow. and it was my nephew's dad okay. who he came over and he's like, Hey, you want to smoke? And I lived, I had made my room in the basement. I had the whole basement to myself. It was like my little bachelor pad. And he comes down, he's like, you want to try to smoke some weed? And I'm just like. <laughs> I'm like, sure, fuck it, let's do it. You know, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, so we had one of these metal pipes that you know you like screw the pieces together. And you had a little screen in it and stuff. Yeah, totally handmade, nothing fancy or anything. Throwback. And we're we're smoking, and I start coughing because I took way too big of a hit. <laughs> I start coughing. I can't stop coughing. So he's like, "Go, oh, you gotta go in the other room. Your mom's gonna like hear you or something through the floor." And I'm, I'm I go where the boiler is, and I'm like coughing my brains out. <laughs> so I had only taken maybe two or three hits out of this thing. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go upstairs. You're, you know, I calm down. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to go upstairs. I'll come check on you a bit. Now, some people don't get high when they first smoke. I was like, holy shit, I was high. Like, Rip. I was probably where we were the, that week, the weekend at the Emerald Cup. Like, that high, you know. <laughs> and um, I had a trundle bed. That's the one that has the bed up top, and you can pull the one out from underneath. Yeah. I crawled on the bottom one, and then I pulled myself underneath the bed, and I'm just laying there. Because I don't know, it, it felt right to do. So then he comes down at me like 20 minutes later and he's like looking for me. He's like, Paul, where the hell are you? Where are you? And I just start laughing. Like horrible giggles, like like you you read about kind of thing. And he's like, he like looks down, he's like, what the hell are you doing in there? And I'm just, I like burst. I was done. And I had my own entrance and exit and stuff. And we actually had to walk out into the woods to get away from the house because I was being so loud. It was, it was, it was something else. That was my first experience with with smoking cannabis. Yeah, um, and I've been a fan ever since. Believe it or not, <laughs> I've been a fan ever since. Right on. <laughs> I love. As that far one. as modern times and growing, um, I had a friend of mine uh, a few years back. I think it was summer of 2018. Yeah. Um, he brought over three clones. Okay. And they were clones of of moms that he had, but they were three feet tall, so they weren't baby plants. They weren't little, you know, clones. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, you can just plant them right in the garden or plant them out over here or whatever, and they'll they'll grow. And I'm like, cool. But he meant like plant them in a garden where people can't see them in your yard. Well, no, I put them right in the center in our raised garden beds in the middle of our yard. Three plants. This guy. <laughs> by, the end of, by the end of the summer, they were huge. They were like, I don't know, four four feet across. But they were. I had netting and stuff. But they were like pushing through the netting on both sides. They were like taller than me, and I'm six one. So they were like huge, just huge plants. I harvested over a pound, over three pounds between the three plants that year. Yeah. And um, I'm like, what am I going to do with all this? Because I, I don't, I don't sell weed. I don't, you know, none of that kind yeah. of crap. I just grow for myself, my wife, you know, my family. <laughs> my friends will come over and I'll give them stuff every now and then. So I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with all this? Yeah. Um, 
So that was my first experience. And I really didn't do anything to those plants. So I can't take credit for anything to do with them. I just, we put them in some compost and I watered them when it was dry for a few days in a row kind of thing. And then obviously I harvested them. Um, But yeah, those were huge ass plants. Let me tell you. And uh, right there in the middle of the raised garden beds, in the middle of the garden. Maybe... (laughs) <laughs> 30 feet off 30 40 feet off the road you know people, <laughs> well, the, there was a, a a walking trail that went behind our property too so you can see it from both sides yeah was, shit did that I like some, smell like, the whole street the entire block oh, it's, it definitely <laughs> started to smell towards the end for sure um but i ended up taking like a screen kind of thing and putting it in front and back so people couldn't see it but okay. i mean shit you there's no hiding that you know when it's when it's going good it's it's pretty strong so it's good real and well. i was hooked after that and uh, so I started, you know, I was looking into bringing my grow indoors because I wanted to, okay. I wanted to grow. I loved the process. You know, I was, I was finding myself towards the end, going out and looking at different things and checking the trichomes and like, just, just like totally nerding out on, on it. And I was like looking, re- watching videos and listening to podcasts. And like, I was just like really getting into it at that point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I actually started, I think it was November 21st. I planted my first seeds and I went with autoflowers because I didn't have a way to have a light tight space. I got you. So sure. autoflowers are perfect for that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, they're, they're good for a lot of other things, but that was, you know, that was perfect. Yeah. And I think my first setup, I, I did it in a closet in my bedroom in the, in our <laughs> master bedroom or whatever. It was maybe like three and a half by four foot, you know, so it was a good size closet. I did the same thing, dude. Closet yeah. grow first run. <laughs> I had a I had a blurple that I was I used you know because I didn't know anything about LEDs but I'm like oh this is great I'll just use this thing it's it says it's like 600 watts you know it was probably 60 watts or something but and you can switch the um, colors <laughs> yeah you turn it on it's purple I mean my wife loves purple this is gonna be great and uh, so I took some panda film and I lined the walls and did it on the floor and you know and whatever and I I grew yeah. four plants and. Uh, they all, they all came out good. You know, they weren't like super dense or anything. I probably harvested them a little bit too early, but overall they were really good. You know, they, they came, I dried them. The, the smoke was really good and everything. And nice. once, once I took down that first plant, um, the first autoflower, I was like an autoflower fanatic. Shit. So those four plants, um, they filled up that space, you know, as, as you know, they can. Now that was my first like indoor run like first time really doing anything as far as cannabis, you know, growing other than the stuff I grew outside, which I really didn't have to pay much attention to. Yeah. So I netted, I think 11 ounces off of those four plants and I was stoked. I was like, this is like two years worth of smoke for me. This is awesome. And (laughs) (laughs) right. As my first grow, that was badass. So I'm like, not per plant total, you know, total between the four. No, but total bro. uh, That's excellent, bro. I, I was happy with it. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and the smoke was good. You know, we, we got high off it, you know, whatever. And I was, I was searching for something to help my wife. My wife has really bad anxiety. So I wanted okay. to help her. And that's been one of my main goals still is as yeah. far as like breeding and, and, and even trying to find new things for her to try, yeah. you know, yeah. trying to find that next thing that might help her. Um, so my second, so my second thing, I'm like, you know, what? I was able to fit four in there. I'm going to put six in there. And then one of the one of the sprouts didn't come up, so I planted another seed in there, and then all of a sudden I got two in there. So I had seven plants in there, and it was way too tight. I mean, I got through, but there was there was Crowded. no there was no doing nothing with those plants. And 
I'm surprised I didn't run into any problems with like Bud Rod or, or like yeah. PM, right? I didn't run into any of those kind of problems early on Perfect. in my, in my growth. Um, and I was drying just in like a little two by four tent, you know, hang yeah. behind a little two by four tent. It's like, uh, my buddy who gave me the original plants, he's like, you need to dry these. You need to have, you know, air, but not right on them. And he explained the whole process to me, the temperatures and stuff as best I can. And, um, and I, I was able to do that. But in the meantime, I'm growing these other plants. And then I get about 30 days in. I'm like, you know what? They're not really that big. So I'm going to plant new ones in just like solo cups in between everything. So that when these ones are all done, I'll have the next round right away. They'll be ready to go. That didn't work out at all. You sound so just up, like me, dude. <laughs> I ended up, uh, it was getting warmer now. It's probably like uh, April or, you know, end of April into May. And we had a big garage. So I bought it a four by eight tent yeah. and I put it up in the garage. Okay. And uh, that was kind of where my breeding started, you know. So I had grown out a strawberry cheesecake oh, and um, a uh, a Bobby's Widow by oh. Mandalorian. But now, you know, know him now, but it was Mandalorian genetics back then. Yeah. And um, I grew up both of those plants. And when they were dried and cured and everything, my wife tried them. And she's like, I really like these two. These ones actually helped me like a lot, you know, not all the time, but she was able to flip flop back and forth. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, if I can take, and I, again, I continue to listen to podcasts, like reading books, um, watching videos. I, I still, to this day do that. You know, it's, I think when you stop learning, you should just stop growing. Yeah. Cause you so are going to, you're going to stop growing. And, um, so that's when I decided and I reached out to Dan. I'm like, Hey, would, would it be okay if I did this, you know, yeah. cause I, I want to not you know not get his you know blessing or you know whatever um i don't want to be a dick yeah so so i reached in he's like yeah go ahead you know and i never had any intention on breeding long term or anything i was just looking to try to help my wife yeah and the stuff was it, the stuff that came out of it that first generation i was finding like really really good things in it and i'm like you know what i'm gonna keep bringing this forward i'm gonna make you know because i didn't make a ton of seeds the first time you know for that f1 generation i maybe got 100 seats yeah. Okay. And uh, it's sound, you know, to the normal person, hundred seeds. Holy shit, that's a lot of seeds. But it's in breeding terms, that's like nothing. Yeah, it's you know? not a whole lot. Yeah. Um. So I mean, so I, I continued it forward into the second generation, and then I bought some breeding books, and I started reading those, and I'm like, I'm growing out the second generation. I'm like, holy nice. crap, because there were so many new different varieties I was seeing compared to the F1. I'm like, in the F1, I saw maybe nine different things that popped up. You know. Yeah. And um, some of them look like the mom, some of them look like the dad, some of them look like a combination, some of them were like, I don't know, a little special bus <laughs> riding ones. Um, and, and, you know, and I'm like, holy, wow, this is, this is very interesting. So I kind of picked a couple and I'm like, all right, I'm going to put these in their own tent, just in a little two by four, just let them do their thing. And I'm going to yeah. get as many seeds as I can. And I got like, gosh, I don't know, 12,000 seeds, something like that out of a fully pollinated place like a ridiculous amount of seeds and um Shit. and that created the f2 that i then hunted through hundreds before i found because i would collect pollen off any males i really liked and store it That's and smart. i was looking for that female that i'm like this is the one right here this is the one you know it yeah and so that that's how i made got to the f3 and then when i hit f3 i stayed there for two years because i grow out i kept growing up plants kept growing up plants kept, and nothing was really catching my eye you know there was nothing that was like holy shit this thing has like inhuman vigor this is what i gotta use yeah 
Um, and then earlier this year, I found that. I found the one that I really, really wanted. Bred yeah. those together, sent them out, out to my testers. They tested a bunch of them and they were just, they were awesome. And then I feminized it. So I locked, you know, locked in that treat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, that's, that's my funeral desserts. That's what I call it. So strawberry cheesecake times Bobby's widow. I like that, man. Um, and it was, it was an homage to full duplex Dan yeah. Jimmy, the yeah. FD funeral desserts, full duplex, you know, it was, it was kind of an you. homage to him to, in, in that whole process. He helped me out a lot as far as, yeah. um, just answering questions and stuff during that yeah. time. Bobby's widow's his. So I mean, yeah. And for those who don't know, that Mandalorian is formerly what was formerly Mandalorian is now gnome genetics, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. That, yeah. That's that's just for those who don't know, man. We actually were kicking it out with AJ out there. He were, he uh, hooked us up with some of those some mm-hmm. of those beans. I can't wait to run them. Uh, fucking crazy, man. But like your story is so so like inspiring. It's amazing. I love hearing people's stories, man. And that story is freaking crazy. And I just like seeing like you know your your growth and your progression. You know, you sound like you always just had a love for the plant ever since that first. Mm-hmm toke on that homemade you know that homemade pipe man and you're coughing coughing just behind the boiler so your mom's <laughs> doesn't find out and stuff man like i love that yeah. stuff man and then that you know, just transition into you actually growing a plant and you know loving the growth process and actually now doing some breeding you know just to find that specific strain to help your wife out with her anxiety and stuff man i just love all of it man so that is mm. freaking amazing my brother tell us a little bit about your your setup man your current setup what's going on with your current setup uh i, I look through your instagram and i see you got a lot of tents a lot of lights a lot of fans a lot of stuff going on man so tell us a little so, bit about so it. i have a few different areas set up in my house and then i i breed away from my house okay um at my buddy, at my buddy's house. Now he's a very private person, so I don't post anything that's really going on there. I'll have pictures, individual flowering plants and stuff like that, but I don't really get into specifics in the room because yeah. he doesn't want to share that yeah. yet. Gotcha. Um, I get it. He's in a, not an illegal place to grow, so yeah, I get fair it. Fair enough. And uh, yeah, so I mean, he, so here I have an eleven by sixteen room, and in that I use the frame of an of a four by eight tent. And that's where I hang my lights off of my exhaust okay. fans and different things like that. Yeah. Um, that's what, and we're, we're in a different room now, but when we we're in the other room before, that's what was right behind me. That's where I keep all my mothers where I'll flower out some auto flowers and things like that. Yeah. So, and then opposite those, I have two tents set up. I have a four foot by five foot tent and then I have a three foot by three foot tent. And those are for photo periods, Sweet. you know, flowering out photo periods or, flowering out ones that I'm, I'm testing, you know, to see which ones I want to keep, you know? So what I'll do is I'll pop, say a 10 pack of seeds. If they're feminized, I'll pop all 10. Yeah. Um, grow them out until I can take a clone. Once those clones have, have rooted, I put, um, the clones into a tent to flower them out. So I want to, I want to basically get a test, a taste of all of them, you know, and I have friends of mine will come over and we'll, we'll go through one through 10, all right, how's the taste on this? How's the taste on that? To see if it's similar for everybody. Um, but I also get a very small glimpse into how they grow. Smart, smart. I like yeah, that. Yeah, so, I mean, you're maybe getting, I don't know, a quarter of an ounce off each plant, half ounce off each plant, if you're lucky. Yeah. They're very small plants. They're less than a foot tall, usually, you know, or a foot and a half tall. Yeah. Um, and I want to have enough for everybody to try. So we'll usually try to narrow it down to four plants. 
Okay. You know, so out of the 10, we try to narrow it down just based on the smoke. Yeah. To those four plants, to four plants. And I'm checking tri- trichomes on because I want I want to harvest them all around the same time, but I'm taking copious notes on, you know, how's the trichomes at this day? How's the trichomes this day? What is the average of the harvest day kind of thing? Yeah. Because if I'm going to use this in, in breeding or if I'm growing off myself, I want to know anyway. Yeah. Um, so then I run those. Mm-hmm. We pick the four, you know, let's say it's one, two, three, and seven are the, the ones we pick. Now I take those. I take clones off of the seeded ones. Again, I keep the clones once they're rooted and I put those because now they're bigger plants. I put those out to flower. Mm. I grow them out fully. I train them. I'm looking for different things. And then I'll know, all right, well, yeah, I know this one was the one we really liked the best, but the structure sucks or it, the, the buds are just stupid larfy or they're just not. It's more, you know, if I was growing hash, that's what I'd want, you know, a looser bud and that kind of stuff. But where I smoke mostly flower, I want those nice tight buds. You know, I want to get the most bang for my buck. If I'm growing this thing out for myself, I want the most bang for my buck. Yeah. yeah. And then if I'm using it in a breeding project, I also want to bring forward what I feel is the best as far as structure wise, side branching, you know, the, you know, obviously the frost coverage and, you know, things like that are important as well. Um, So then after I grow those four completely out, that's when we do the again. We do the round table. We all taste test them again. And I like that. That sounds like a fun process. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's one of the most fun processes. But at that time, I also get yields. Like which one yielded the best? Which one looks the best? Which one, all that kind of stuff. Because okay, again, I don't really necessarily care about the looks. Yeah. But if I'm going to be using this to breed, there are people out there that do. Yeah, you yeah. know. So that's why that's that kind of thing's important. And this is all photo period breeding. I'm not even talking about auto. That's a whole different thing. Um, like, <laughs> holy crap, a whole different thing. So, um, yeah, so this is just the photo one. That's how I basically narrow it down to my moms. And I okay. like to get more than just 10 seeds though. So that was just, it's easy to give the example with 10 seeds. Yeah. So whenever I can, I'll get a oh, hundred seeds or 50 seeds or something. Cause I want to narrow it down as quickly as I can to, all right, what's, what do I think is the best of this, you know, hundred Yeah. Um, or 50 or whatever, you know, however many I can actually get. And that a lot of those happen down where I do most of my breeding. So a lot of those kind of hunts, but I have, you saw some in the other room, the specific ones I'm growing out because I want them personal too. Yeah. And I can actually do some testing on them and do different things with that here. Um, So secondary to that, I have a room that I use specifically for testing. I have a few tents set up in there and I can change the temperature. I can right now, I can drop it down around 30 degrees Fahrenheit. And I can bring it up to 100 degrees Fahrenheit in the room Damn, or not, 99 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Um, so I can stress test plants using heat, humidity. Um, yeah. I can let them, you know, really dry out. I can let them overwater them. I can do I can do all the different things that a lot of like newer growers, the mistakes they'll make. Yeah. Um, and see if if they go intersex or, you know, throw, you know, don't do things I want them to do. You know, do they freak out because there was a, a 10 degree temperature swing? You know, or are they good with a 70 degree temperature swing kind of thing? So, I mean, that's that's an extreme. That's not going to happen. But I'm testing for all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm overfeeding yeah. them. I'm like hardly giving them anything. I'll grow them in soil, cocoa, you know, hydro, all different kind of things to test them in different ways. And then when making seed, I've done that all myself on the seeds. I grow them out. And then if they pass my test like that, that's when I send them out to my testers. Okay. 
I got you. And then they're all running in different ways, different environments, different, you know, parts of the country or world, you know, yeah. people up in Canada, this is uh, a guy that was one of my testers in Australia. Yeah. So dope. They're all, all over, you know, so they get yeah. tested in all these different environments, which is great. Yeah. And then if they've grown them out and I'm getting all positive feedback back from them and that's from again, seed to harvest and then they dry and cure it, try it. That's when I make the decision. Okay. This is something that I'm going to release. Yeah. Or this is something I'm going to move forward with even not even just release, just move forward with because yeah. my photo periods that I've been working on, I haven't released anything that's photo period yet. I got you. Um, jet only auto flowers. So, and that's big. You know, I, I don't want to put stuff out there. That's crap. Yeah. I want, if I'm going to, put my name behind something that thing has to mean something you know it's yeah. it's not i've seen a lot of people that you know they're making seeds and they just come and go they're not here long term you yeah. know and they're passing on stuff that's not that good yeah and that's not cool that's you're not being a member of the community in that case you're trying to screw people over yeah and i don't want to do that for sure dude so i like that i like that that ethos that you have uh you know no no, I'm not talking about like ethos genetics, but I like that that mantra that you stand for per se, you know. So I think that that's uh, that's big, man. And you did mention previously uh, that sometimes when you find that male that you really like the pollen with and that that's a keeper and stuff, you will keep some of that pollen. How long would you usually keep that pollen for? And like, what's your process? Like, do you freeze it? Like, what do you do? So if I'm keeping it long, long term, what I'll do is I make sure it's bone, bone dry. Like okay. As dry as I possibly get it, desiccant packs, yeah. rice, you know, whatever. I'm going to put some flour in there because I want something that's going to suck up any moisture. Moisture will kill pollen. Yeah. Um, and then I'll put it in the crisper drawer in my refrigerator okay. in like a brown paper bag. Okay. Uh, after that, if I'm keeping it long, long term, then I am going to put it uh, in the freezer. Okay. Um, but it, I would say pollen from my experience and what I've seen last three to six months, okay. the longer you have it, the less viable it becomes. Yeah. That's so I try to use it as soon as I can. It's much easier to do on autoflowers. Yeah. Um, but also if I'm growing a photo period out and it's it's in the process of flowering out, if I don't think I'm going to have something else I can put this on, I'll put it on that just to preserve that male kind of. Yeah. Now, I also have, and that's that's more so for the autoflowers because the photo period, if I, if I find a male that is d dumping, I'm, I have a clone of that male anyway. Yeah. You know, so I don't have to worry about saving a bunch of pollen. I still do. <laughs> when you but, said dumping, dude, I, I, I just thought of taking a shit. So for those who don't know what dumping means, just break it down for them. <laughs> when that no, male is dumping, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what? A males can dump and females can dump. So in the hash yeah. making industry, you want a female that dumps. Uh, okay. yeah. Wow. Interesting. In the breeding industry, you want a male that dumps. Okay. You know, if, if you're breeding, you know, with males and females. So that's just uh, a dumper would be a male that releases a lot of pollen. Yeah. Gotcha. Where with a female, a dumper would be one that has a lot of trichome heads and yeah. creates a lot of heavy hash, producer, you know, percentages of hash. So that's all that means. It does not mean to take a crop. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me with that one, man. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. Now you also mentioned, dude, like you do a lot of the, the stress testing on the plants. And I think that's super important, man. So props to you on that. Now, have you noticed anything funny that came up in like any of your stress tests? Like what's the most weirdest, strangest thing you've seen come up? 
I don't know if I'd say it's the strangest thing I've seen come up. Um, I would say probably I would compare it to like the strangest things I do to the plants. So for example, right now there's, there's two plants outside Yeah, and it's snowing. You know, we, we got six inches of snow today. Yeah, sure. so they're going to stay outside tonight. Then I'm going to bring them back in and see if they'll come back to life. How they're, yeah for all intents and purposes, going to freeze tonight. They're in one-gallon pots. That's a mad temperature swing. So I'm going to do that and then bring them into my test room, slowly warm them back up, and see if they'll come back to life. Yeah. If they do, well, they can they can survive extreme conditions. You know, that's I think I, I feel like I can do that. You know, I, I can say that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what's going on right now. Um, <laughs> this is literally what's going on right now, guys. Like the big green guy sent me this this morning. He was literally on the road. And he was like, "Look at what's going on where I'm at," and I'm like, "Damn, bro!" <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's, cool. that's a test that I've done, and I've seen it. I've seen the plant come back in um, percentage wise more often than not. Believe it or not, okay. you know, leaving it outside and and basically freezing conditions when it's snowing and just crappy and whatever. Yeah, they can survive this this plant is amazing when it comes to that kind of thing they can survive um they may not thrive obviously in that condition they're going to stunt they're going to eventually it will die it'll freeze and die yeah um but for a day so i looked at it like you know i'm gonna try this because what happens if someone is in alaska and their power goes out for a day or two yeah and they can't really do anything to keep their plants warm are they going to survive you know so I want to, you know, yeah, okay, yeah, they do, you know, or yeah. at least a percentage of them will survive. And the ones that don't, well, I can't use them for breeding because they're dead. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's just one of the kind of the extreme tests that I like to try to do. Yeah. Um, I've seen cool. some weird things in, in testing, like the, the leaves, you know, that if it, if it gets too hot or they don't like the light, they'll, they'll flip entirely over on you and, yeah, you know, or they'll like, they'll taco if they get too hot or there's too much light or they'll, um, I don't know, basically like flip you off and, and tell you, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so nothing like, like create, obviously there's, there's the ones that they go intersex and, and, you know, are now showing male and female parts. But, um, other than, other than that is like the biggest thing I'm looking for. Cause I, I'm trying to make these things do that. I'm trying to make them yeah. do something do that some you don't want shit. them to do. So, <laughs> and it's a blessing and a curse because you know, the, the ones that, just don't under like hardly, you know, you have to put every single condition at them at the same time. Yeah. In order for them to do it. Those ones are nearly impossible to reverse. Damn. It's almost like this, this plant does not have the capability of turning into a male. It just doesn't, you know? Yeah. So, which is great <laughs> for, <laughs> you know, true. for, for people that are, are just wanting to grow out. Um, you know, they get a mixed pack or a reg, a pack of regs or something. But I found that, it's becoming more um, people want fems more than regs now. You know, if, if they're not breeding or don't plan on it, they want fems. I love the hunt. I love going through regs. Yeah. So I'll always probably buy regs, you know, and plus. Um, I love regs as well too, man. Be, being, a, you know, I don't want to call myself a breeder because I'm not, I don't think I'm quite there yet, but uh, being a seed maker will call me right now. Um, I'm continuing to do that. So I always want to look for that next special thing that might be out there and then see, gotcha. you know, I'm going to hit it to this. I'm going to hit it to that. Um, my first photo period that's going to come out was actually one called the sauce. 
the sauce. And it's it's um it's a photo to auto project. So I took one of my auto flowers, which is called Odin Sons. That's so actually the one that I gave away at the show. I think okay. you grab some of those seeds, I think. Yeah, I got um, them back. So that that I crossed to cherry pie. Yeah. And wow. so the original, the F1 generation that are all going to be photo periods, you know, you might get an outlier one in a thousand. That's an auto, auto flower, but majority of them going to be photo periods. Yeah. So I want to take and isolate this into a photo period and into an auto flower, which is a lot of work. Yeah. that ain't um, easy. But right now what I'm doing is I, I found, I hunted and found a mom that I really liked and I'm reversing her so that I can make feminized seeds because a lot of people that have tried the flower um, are finding really good medicinal relief from it. Okay. Nice. So, That's good stuff. Uh, like I get migraines. I, I suffer from migraines uh, chronically. Shit, so I've always been looking for something. And this is the first thing I found that if, if I feel one coming on, I can smoke this in my, it's like my whole face relaxes. Yeah, it's, it's why, and then it stems the migraine or makes it so it isn't really quite as bad. Yeah. Um, secondary Amazing. to that, um, I sent it to a few people that are out there. Captain Autoflower from uh, Cultivation Conversation. I sent it to his wife because she actually suffers from TMJ, which is lockjaw. Oh shit! I sent her a couple cones here. Have her try this. Let me know if, if she's getting the benefits that I'm getting too. You know. Yeah. Kind of and she did. And, you know, Moss has tried it and he's, he's found some things. Girl, girl, grow has tried it. She's found some things. And I've had a few other people on my test team that have tried it. Yeah. And everybody's getting the same results. I'm like, you know, I'm going to reverse this. I'm going to test it out, have people grow it out and see if they're still getting the medicinal benefits because if they are, then I'm going to release it. And I want to release it for like just dirt, dirt cheap. And I want all those, all the proceeds to go to cause for pause, which is a, an organization that helps out dogs. Like, um, I love that friend, bro. No kill shelters around. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, it's going to be like, you know, mid next year when these things will even be ready, but that's my intent. You know, that's what I want to do with this. Yeah. And then I want to collect some of the pollen and make new crosses with it as well. Yeah. Cause I just think the name game kind of thing can be fun. You know, you take one thing, put another thing and it will, what sounds neat putting these things together. And the sauce actually came from one of my testers that grew it out. He's like, he's like I, he's like, I don't know what this is. You won't tell me. So I'm just calling it the sauce. Yeah. It, it just stuck. Yeah. I like that. I also like that little shake you just did there. You know, I love that little shake, bro. <laughs> oh man. Now another thing I wanted to ask you, man, but actually before we go on to that, man, you actually mentioned the cause for pause. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. That is amazing, dude. I love dogs. I have a dog myself and you just do so many, you know, good things in terms of giving back, man. You also mentioned to me before that, you know, you don't donate uh, beans to vets and stuff so that they can get their grow running and know they can get themselves up on their feet. Uh, There's a a guy on Instagram called um, Boots to Buds, Buds, Boots to Buds. Boots to Buds. And they they actually support veterans and they, um, they donate different grow equipment and seeds and things like that. And yeah, I've, I've sent I've sent a bunch of seeds out there that they've been able to give away to vets and stuff, and um, it's just a really good cause. The cause for pause is actually run by, um, oh shoot, what is his name now? Of course, I'm not going to remember. You know how that should go. <laughs> well, th- there's the main guy, and then Autoflower Dummy. See, you know, Autoflower Dummy is. Yeah. So he's the he's like the second guy in in the group. So I apologize to cause for pause, but you can look it up on. Um, on IG, I believe it's cause the number four pause P A W S. Okay. Um, 
and they that's what it's going to be they're actually setting up an llc so it's, it's all legit you know it's all whatever is going to go to them i'm not even going to have anybody send me anything it's all going to go straight to them i got you. um and then you know that they should help out they just actually raised almost nineteen thousand dollars <sighs> doing doing auctions back in in november for bulldog rescue in detroit um so that's huge i mean they're they're doing good things that. you know they're I doing good that. things and i i like that i can be a part of that you know and yeah, I, do. Uh, I donated a bunch of stuff and the coolest thing about it. So I donated stuff and people bid on it or whatever. And uh, the total of the stuff that I donated sold for $420. So $420. What's $420. Wow. That's wow. <laughs> better than that, right? Yeah. Nothing. That, that Everything worked out the way it was meant to work out for right. that, man. That's perfect, man. Now, you also grow some amazing plants, dude. I'm talking like beautiful plants, massive plants, plants with some fat, thick colas stems everything man like this oh, yeah. one that we got right here so tell us a little bit about like how do you actually grow your plants how long do you veg them for like what's your preferred style of growing uh well mo the majority of my plants other than in the test room are grown in cocoa so i grow in cocoa perlite okay um that stem right there i believe was from slime god which is a firebud genetics yeah it says um, that right here <laughs> that plant was uh vegged out for probably six months damn uh, I was growing, I was growing other things yeah. and the thing, it was supposed to, it was meant to go outside. I was growing it because a buddy of mine said, oh, I'm going to put it outside. I'll come get it. And yeah, never he happened. never came and got it. So, <laughs> you know, the fall time came and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just going to flower this thing out and um, hope that it doesn't, you know, grow through the top of my tent. And I scrog, <laughs> it was the first time I ever did a scrog. Yeah. And I, I scrogged it out and I got in touch with Northern Scrogger. I'm like, is, am I doing this right? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it looks great to me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, that, that thing was massive. It, I, I got over two pounds off that plant. Jesus. Um, what was it? it was, uh, I have it written down. I, I can't think of the numbers right now. I'm too high. Um, yeah, that was the monster. The, the, the cake killer OG, which is also by Firebud genetic. That's the one that is in that bigger tent right now. And she's massive too. She filled up the whole entire tent. I got you. And no. then, yeah, in the small tent that's in it. Also, the small tent, the three by three, which is the smallest <laughs> of them in there. Um, the small big tent. That's actually that's actually the sauce reversal project in that small tent right there. Interesting. Yeah, man, you so, got a lot going on in there. Yeah, along with all my mom. So I I have to be careful if I'm breeding in my house yeah. that I'm not I'm Spreading not flowering anything out, stuff. and I use auto pots, so that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Because I have the big tent is sealed off. There's, there's no pollen getting in there. And I don't have to even go in anymore because everything's been defoliated. It's just, um, it's going into senescence now for about two more weeks. And uh, I mean, at this point, if it got seeded, it wouldn't be a huge deal anyway. But um, yeah, that, that particular one was the original sauce plant. The one that the mom that I grew out and, and tried and sent some of the bud out to everybody. Yeah. Um, and this is yeah, actually just, like that auto pot as well, right? And the air, just the, air, yep, air bottom bag combo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. I like that. Man. That's how's, actually, how has that been running uh, for you? Well, that particular one, I believe is a 6.6 .6 gallon Oops, bag. Big bag. Yeah. And then it's, it's just, it was in a tray there and, and stuff. So um, I have the regular auto pot systems as well. That was just the valve that I threw in there. Cause I wanted, I was using the other, the other auto pots <laughs> and, and other things. So yeah. I ordered just the valve and I threw it in there. Improvisation. Um, right. I mean, I, I wanted a bottom water still, so why not? Yeah. And um, 
so yeah, auto pots are, are great. I want to, I definitely want to get more. Um, again, I'm not affiliated with them in any way, shape or form. I don't have a discount code for them. Nothing. Yeah. Um, but the, the, if it works, it works, you know, I got you. um, I use mega crop as my nutrients, you know, for my main, my base and my flower nutrients. And then yeah, dynamico right there. Dynamico, man. <laughs> um, that was a, that was a massive plant too. Um, yeah, it's, it's, my roots are always like that, you know, and Jesus. I, like I said, I tried out other things like, and I lift it up and I have like a little root ball or whatever, maybe four or five inches across and some dangling roots and stuff. But once I put Dynamico in there, I'm like, holy shit, this stuff works. Yeah. It's a different ball game, man. And that's mm -hmm. the proof in the pudding right here, guys. This is a Dynamico, uh, literally smash a like for fucking Dynamico, man. <laughs> Cause this is off the chart. Look at this root ball, man. Everything just looks so healthy as well. It looks like you can plop it back in somewhere and plant it right back over man if if i hadn't cut the top of it off i probably could have done that <laughs> yeah quite possible <laughs> quite possible indeed and man. that's a dry one that's that's actually after it's been sitting there drying for oh, you know shit. a few weeks or whatever i pulled it out yeah. of the bag to you know clean and reuse the bags and that's what was still there so shit. it's yeah i i've noticed it, and i transplant everything i transplant all my autos my photos everything everything um, interesting and I just got to keep an eye on the time because I have like maybe 10, 12, 15 minutes left. All righty, man. I so. got you. Well, on that note, man, I think we should probably just segue into the Know Your Bud segment, which actually was my plan. So let's just jump into that right now. I like to call it the Know Your Bud segment because everyone that comes on to the show is my bud. And I like to find out what you do with your buds. So uh, let's kick it off, man. I'm going to just throw out a couple options and you just tell me what's your preference and why. You got uh, it. First off, we got paper towel method, glass of water method, or straight into the soil. What's your preference and why? So when I, like I said, I, I, I grow, everything starts off small. So I transplant everything, auto photo, whatever. Gotcha. So when I'm growing an auto flower, it goes right into the solar cup. Yeah. Um, growing a photo period. I actually use the on the honor cannabis, their seed mats. Okay. I use those and I found, I get 99% you know, germination rate with them. Okay. You know, they're fantastic. I own, I have three of them. I bought the first one. It worked so good. I bought two more because I, <laughs> I'm constantly popping seeds and I like to clean and dry them in between. So if, yeah. if I'm doing more than just 10 or whatever, because I'll throw a handful of seeds if I'm just testing germination, I'm not planning on growing them out for sure of, of my own stuff. I'll just throw a handful in there. It's like a, looks like a big golf ball under the thing. And then I yeah. zip, zip lock it. And so from there they go into solo cups. And then once, you know, the roots are ready, I transplant them up and stuff like that. So Smart. that's what I do. I like that. Okay, feminized or regs? Oh boy! So for personal stuff that I'm growing for personal use, I like feminized. Okay, you know, a thousand, a thousand percent feminized. All right. Um, I don't. You know, if, if it's for me, I just want to know if it's a girl, so I can just not have to worry about it. You know, I still, I still obviously inspect the plant and I train them and do all that, but yeah, I want to know at least it's, a, it's supposed to be a female. Yeah. Um, but for for regular for the hunt for um. For breeding purposes, I like regs. Okay, makes sense, man. Makes a lot of sense. Now, soil or soil less? So I grow in cocoa perlite, so that'd be a soilless medium. <laughs> oh, I like that, man. And I like but the I, I've grown well. it. I've grown in everything, and like I said, I, I test in all the different things. So yeah, you know, I just I, cocoa is my jam. I like cocoa, I like how how it is. I get you know, I'm there. I'm, I don't know. I like it. I've had good success with it, so. As my good friend Scotty would say, I'm loco for the cocoa. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, That's good. I like that. Let's do that. Yeah, dude. You actually got a t-shirt <laughs> with it on there. Uh, now, photo periods or autoflowers? Tough one. No, both. 
Ooh, we can't oh. pick one. <laughs> I like that, man. Uh, can... How about this? I like the cannabis plant. Uh, yeah, we, we can't, we don't discriminate over him, bro. <laughs> no. I love like asking me, which one of your sons do you like better? <laughs> <laughs> I like that analogy too, bro. You can't pick, man. You can't pick. You just can't. Um, well, synthetic or organic? This one. So I, I basically grow them with both. So I have a lot of organic inputs that I use. Megacrop yeah. is, is vegan. Synganic, maybe? Um, yeah, I would say I would say synganic. You know, it's a mega crop is vegan. It's not certified organic or omni list. Okay. Like that, but the majority of the ingredients are uh, organic in mega crop. So, yeah. Interesting. I've never tried mega crop, but I've heard a lot of good things and I've seen them. Uh, I think Beginner Buds used them in a couple of videos and stuff. Uh, that's where I first found out about them. Now, this one is a little controversial, dude. Wet trim or dry trim? Oh man. So I do kind of <laughs> half and half because I, I do trim a little bit when they're wet, you know, the bigger fan leaves come off and, and okay. things like that. Um, yeah. And then I also use the herb now dryer if I'm testing something and I have to wet trim that all the way up. Interesting. Um, or you don't have to, you can throw it in kind of partially trim, but I prefer to, if I'm going to do that to get a good sample, I'll, I'll wet, tr I'll wet trim it all the way up. Um, okay. And I dry in all different manners. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I found that like I've used a couple of like the machines and stuff like the spin hand crank ones and stuff, but I'm, I'm only going to use that if I've got like a mad amount of flour because I found it just sometimes it just affects my flour in a way that I don't like. But right. a lot of people, you know, they got their preferences and stuff, man. So I feel you on that one 100 percent. Yeah. Um, now, bong or joint? I'm a joint guy. So, right. We're rolling up the joints. I'm a cone. I'm a, I should say a cone guy because I can't roll to save my life. I wanted to go to that rolling master class that they had, but it was like on day one at one o'clock and we were like just starting to get into stuff. So, yeah. um, everybody picks on me because I can't roll, but I do actually, I have a, um, a bubbler that I use a lot too. Sweet. Um, and then I just picked up that, uh, that Dr. Dabber. Yeah, um, I've actually got mine as well. I haven't even cracked it out of the boxes oh, yet, dude. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. You're gonna freaking love it. It's awesome. I can't wait. I'm probably gonna crack it out as soon as we finish this uh, episode, man. <laughs> but the next one, though, and the last one is edibles or vapes. Oh boy, yeah. I know some of you guys eat edibles for a living, you know. So I gotta well, ask. No, I, bro. I'm definitely not one of those people. <laughs> if, if I ate that whole brownie, I would have done till Monday. I wouldn't have woke up till Monday. Um. I do partake in edibles every now and then, but I think I think I'm gonna have to say vapes over. Okay. over. I ha if you're gonna put a gun to my head and tell me I gotta pick one, then it's yeah, it's vapes. Yeah, I do, yeah, but I, I love edibles too. No, that's an unfair question. <laughs> yeah, I love these questions, man. They bring I'm gonna out go a back lot. To, I like cannabis. How about that? <laughs> This is a smart guy over here, lads. I love it, man. <laughs> well, that's an awesome Know Your Bud segment, man. Guys, smash the like button for that. We have an awesome guest on with us, man. And I had an awesome time kicking with him, man. And for those yeah, who don't know, this is actually a cup filled with a dab that we yeah, got. That was, it was basically almost two dabs. It was That was awesome. It was awesome. That guy man. is kick-ass. You know, you got to have him on your show because I would love to hear more about it. And his, his background story, everything is just, it's, crazy, it's heartwarming. Yeah, it's it heartwarming, is. you know. 100% man well uh, I think we've touched on a lot of different things man we've touched on a lot of uh, breeding stuff a lot of seed making stuff we've touched on a lot of, of your personal preferences how you grow and just finding out more about you as you know as a, a human being and a person man and you're a genuine and amazing friggin human being dude so thank you so much for kicking with us man but before you go 
where can all the guys on Gallus who are listening right now find you? Where can they, you know, if they want to just get in touch with you or tune into some of your great stuff that you got going on, where can they do that, bro? So I have my main page, which is at the big green guy on gotcha. Instagram. Okay. Then uh, my breeder page is actually green guy underscore genetics. Yeah. On Instagram. And then I'm, I'm in some of the different discord rooms. I'm in the cultivation conversation one. I'm in uh, crafting cannabis. I have my own Discord, but I haven't opened it up to the public yet. We're actually populating it with pictures from my test team and things right now. So you guys can see um, kind of progression pictures of different things if you want to go back and look at things. So that's dope. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I, I don't use a lot of the other social medias. So I got you. IG's where it's at for me. IG and you're super responsive on IG, man. And that's something I am not. So props to you on that, dude, because I suck at responding to DMs, man. It's not easy, but I, I make sure I do it because I, I I know how much of an impact it had on me when I was just starting to grow and stuff. So yeah, for yeah. sure, man. Well, thanks so much for kicking it, man. I had an awesome time kicking with you, man. We had an awesome chat and everyone who's tuned in, I'm sure they, they have had a friggin' awesome time as well. We know lots of laughs and lots of fun, man. Uh, so, guys, smash the like button for that. And thanks a lot for kicking with us, Paul. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It was, it was obviously great meeting you in person and then getting a chat again. Um, it's like it's like surreal. It's like one of those things like, wow, these people are all famous around me. <laughs> no, I'm fucking like, hey, famous, dude. I got dude. to shake the big green guy's hand. I'm like, well, I'm not really famous. But he's got yeah, guy out. He's famous. Um, <laughs> it's not me at all. He point, points at Ari. Ari. Where's Ari? Where's he at? Ari, Ari's famous for sure. Ari's, Ari's awesome. <laughs> literally dude uh well thank you so much man uh i know you got some stuff to go and do and i gotta head out as well man but we had an awesome chat and hopefully we can do it again sometime soon man i'd love to have you that'd be awesome well guys don't forget smash the like stay high and stay fly and we'll see you on the